I'm Mel Stewart, and this is a GMM Takeover of the Swim Swam Podcast. Joining me today is a man that makes me insecure. He's too good looking. He's got, he's, he's, he's jacked. He's got shoulders like Michelangelo couldn't even dream up these shoulders. They're perfect. He also happens to be a god in backstroke, and he recently made his second Olympic team. He's three-time Olympic champion, Ryan Murphy. Before I came on, I was I was wondering what your opener was going to be, Mel. And uh, you know, you stayed. I, I could have guessed that you were gonna you were gonna throw down the the attractive card. It seems to be that seems to be a staple of, of how you of how you open up with with all these people. No, 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 only with you, just with you, buddy. Oh no, I've I've seen a couple of these, man. You you definitely uh, you definitely hype people up on their looks to to try to open them up as as we start these episodes. I'm trying to butter you up to ask you the hard yeah. questions. <laughs> I'm trying to butter you up to ask you the hard questions. Well, we, this, here's the thing. This is what I really want to know. What's your skincare plan? My skin, dude. I'm I'm about as Irish as you can be. Like my mom is is 100% Irish. My dad, I think, is like 90%. So I did one of those ancestry DNA things, and I I came back like 95% Irish. So I'm I'm lathering on sunscreen every single day uh, as much as I can, and I and I still end up being burnt. Okay, well, that's not really why I had you on. I'm glad I'm glad you're 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 you're, you're protecting your skin. I know you get a lot of time outside in the sun. Uh, I know I do have to apologize though. I got a little bit of cupping on on my no, neck, no, so that it might look a little suspect. That that's all cupping. That's what now you got to tell the kids you were attacked by an octopus. <laughs> attacked by an octopus always because the young kids might watch this. I was attacked by an octopus. I was here. I'm on the way to my training camp. Um, well, let's talk about trials because here's the thing: going into trials, it's been so many decades since I've been to trials, but it's like just showing up and not being a competitor. You feel the the intent. You feel the you feel the anxiety. You feel the the, the tense emotions, buddy. I would. I don't know. I was. I was scared for you. I'm scared. It's like here's the, here's the defending Olympic champion, 100, 200 backstroke. If you had told me in 2016 that the quad would look the way it looked going forward, I'd have said Ryan Murphy, god of backstroke. No, but uh, you know, you had you you've ridden some ups and downs. Always great, but some ups and downs. How were you? How was? How are you feeling going into trials? Well, I think from from a mental standpoint, I was feeling good. Like this this year, and I. I mean, I, I know I say it like it, it honestly has been the best year of training that, that I've had. And, and so in, in my mind, it's like, all right, if, if we're doing the right stuff in training, the times are going to be fast. Uh, and that's, it really was, was kind of as simple as that in, in my mind, but then getting there and, and dealing with, with the nerves, uh, going behind the blocks, trying to execute a race strategy with, with really just so many thoughts going through your head. That, that's definitely a challenge. And, and so I, I'm really thankful that, that we do have Olympic trials to, to kind of try to figure that out before going on to the big show. You know, when you come off a taper, your, you know, your peak performer, you're heading into your peak performance of the year. Other years, it's like, eh, you know, I can struggle through this. We were once a quad for the Olympics and you're going to Olympic trials. That first race means everything. I, it feels like you know exactly. It's like my taper's on. I'm a little in front of it. I'm a little behind it. What were you feeling when you started first race prelims? So first race prelims, that was uh, that was hundred back. So I think really what I was trying to do there was, I mean, really just try to feel like I was uh, like going as as smooth as I could the first fifty, and then and then do what I needed to do on the second fifty. 
So I, I mean, I, in that first race, I didn't necessarily feel like the, the easy speed was, was right where I wanted it. Um, you know, cause like that was, that was really smooth, but, but 26, three for, for me to the feet is, uh, is honestly not, is not great. Um, so, so I think going into that first one, like I kind of knew that, um, like throughout the taper process, I felt like I was a little bit behind where I wanted to be in terms of like the, the amount of rest. Um, but, but it's one of those deals, like once, once the gun goes off for the meat, like you, you do what you you do what you do. Like it, I can't, I can't change anything about my body at, at that point. So you just go up, you, you show up with what you got and, and you try to try to put together really good performances. So what I'm hearing from you is maybe you, you, you you've got more rest in you. I personally think that. Uh, I, I'm not exactly involved with, uh, with, with Durden's plan and, and everything he's got, he's got going on. So, um, I mean, I definitely think I, I can handle a lot more rest and, and traditionally I've always done a lot better with, with the double tapers. So, so it's kind of nice coming out of trials. Like we, we popped back into practices this week and, and that's honestly felt pretty seamless coming off the meet. So, so it's good. I'm, I feel like I'm in really good shape. I'm, I'm able to still hit pretty good practices this week. So that's, to me, a positive sign. My theory is that the shoulders are jacked. They need that. They're, they're more jacked. They need a little more rest to fully pop with that easy speed. Just my theory. You could, you can share that with Jordan because I know he's not going to listen to his podcast. Yeah. My, my theory is more that the legs need more rest. Uh, the shoulders are fine. I mean, I could, I could tempo up as I could tempo up fine. Uh, but, but I like, I like the legs feeling a little bit better. And I've said this to a lot of people, and if I've said it to you before, you can, you can say, no, shut up. I've heard this before. I think 200 back is harder than the 200 fly because it's all drive. You're driving, driving, driving. It always hurt me more. Fly, there was a rhythm. There was like, you know, there was there was a lot of leverage, moments to re- relax within the stroke. Um, so you're talking about the legs needing rest. That's crucial. You're driving with your legs so hard. What, what's the longest taper you've ever had? Uh, I honestly, probably the longest taper I ever had was 2018. So we went to, uh, maybe we went to, to nationals and, and did that. And, and, and kind of the plan was, was to try to be fully rested there. Um, and we had, I think probably like a week and a half for two weeks between, uh, nationals and, and going to Tokyo for, for pan packs. So we came off that meet and it was like, all right, like I'm, I feel a glimpse of the speed, but, but that's, that's about it. Um, so we were just like, all right, we'll just, we'll keep on rocking with this rest, see how it goes. Um, so, so 2018 was probably the longest rest I, I've ever had. And let's see, I, um, I'm going to take us back in time I'm going to go through things year by year with the, but I mean, here's the thing Yeah, 2018, you're in Tokyo, a lot of team USA ate it. Uh, Ryan Murphy pops the PB, the personal best time, 153.57. Was that correct? Yeah, I don't know the hundredth, but yeah, one fifty three five. What do you mean you don't know the hundredth? I'm t- I'm guessing I'm guessing what it is, but I have your stuff in front of me. Hang on one second. I have it. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Hundreds matter. This is history. This is your PB. I wouldn't say tattoo it on your body, but you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, hopefully no, yes, that's we, right. Hopefully, we're gonna go faster than that at some point. So I'd have to erase that, maybe. One fifty three five seven, and 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 if that means. But let's let's go back. You know, you you were on in Rio. We, we got a sense of, of taper. Um, and um, it sounds like you need a long taper. You're, you're a man. You got big man strength. Um, coming off of 16, I, rem- I remember that year, and it was, it, was, it was like, you know, 2017 World Championships. 
And it was kind of a, like, it was kind of a splash of water in my face. I'm like, what, what's going on here? Um, I wrote notes for this. I just got out of the shower too, but it's you know, in 17. I was surprised that the, you got silver in the 200 back bronze in the hundred back. And it was, it was a little bit like, uh, what? And I, you had a great statement for like where you were and how you processed it. You want to mm-hmm. share that here? Well, I, don't, I mean, I don't necessarily remember what I was thinking in the moment um, in, in terms of 2017. Yeah. What, what did I say? <laughs> you, this is what you said. You said, you know what? I, I, I this is what you said. It's been a while. And, and, you know, you have to keep forward. You have to keep looking forward and going back in history is not always fun, but you said something that made a whole lot of sense to me, which is it really helped me understand what it means to be a true professional and have great mm-hmm. success and to have a career that keeps going. You know, like it's a tough world. Um, you know, I, I had such great success in 2016. I wasn't really sure what I was doing this year and, and it felt anticlimactic and, mm-hmm. uh, and that show at world championships and you're like, yeah, I just need to get engaged. I mean, still, you're still swam fast. You still got on the podium, but I thought it was interesting. And, uh, and it was sort of like a shoulder shrug. Like, yeah, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, I mean, I think that's completely fair to, to characterize 2017 in that way. I mean, I came off, I came off 2016 and, and I really accomplished, it was, it was the first year I ever felt like I really accomplished all my goals. And so it's like, all right, that's sweet. Uh, so I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to rest a little bit on, on that, get really into academics. Cause I was in a, I was in a pretty tough major and, and that was my senior year. So I was, I was trying to graduate with, with above a three, five. Um, and, and that was a big goal of mine. So I put a lot of effort into the classroom. I, I work really like, I, it's, it's not hard for me to show up to the pool and work really hard. Like that's, that's just a constant, but it's all the stuff outside of the pool. Like if I'm getting out of the pool, I'm studying for four hours a day. Uh, going out to dinner with my friends, like doing all the social stuff I want to do, like something's like, something's going to fall off at some point. Uh, And and in that year it was, it was swimming. So that was, that was definitely a a nice little, I mean, not, not a slap in the face. It wasn't like a terrible year, but um, it was, it was just a good reminder for me. It's like, all right, like this is, this is my career now. Like this has to be first priority. You know what, at the top it is, you know, it's oftentimes we, we, we underestimate stars. We underestimate Olympic champions. And uh, you see young talent coming up. I took it for granted because you were so successful in 16 that you'd just carry it through and it'd be easy. That to know that the world was coming was, was a little bit sobering. I thought you handled it well. 2018, you obviously snapped back, did a personal best time. You did it at a time when, when, when Team USA really didn't perform. On, on the whole, you know, if you look at the metrics... Why, why, why do you think you performed and they didn't? Because a lot of people complained about not having enough. Then this was sort of a test for Tokyo now. Um, people complained about jet lag and not having enough time to acclimate. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think in, in my case, like for me specifically during that meet, like I only swim on two days. So like I swam on, I swam on the second day and the last day. So it's like, all right, if I'm sleep, if I'm not sleeping well, or if I'm, not be able to sleep at night, but I'm able to sleep in the middle of the day. Like, let's do that. And, and then just tough it out on the days that I'm racing. Uh, so that was, that was my kind of philosophy going through that meet. Um, but it, I mean, it was tough. Like it was tough to, it was kind of tough to, to be in the team area and, and having so many people disappointed in their performances and, and trying to like be, be a friend, be a leader, comfort them. But then also like, all right, like, 
that that stinks. Uh, but but I need to refocus in on my race and and hopefully I could do something good. So that that was kind of my mentality throughout the the entire Pan Pack meet. You were on, and it was a it was an outlier performance, and it was um, reassuring. It's like yeah, he's back. This guy's this guy's back. 2019, you didn't make the podium in the in the hundred backstroke silver in the 200 backstroke. Um, can you unpack that year and what was going on there? Yeah. So I think in, in terms of like that meet itself, um, like it, the finals of, of the hundred back, like I was, I was really excited and, and I, I went out, I went out hard, uh, and, and I paid for it. So, so that was really just, that was, that was a poor race. Um, and, and I think that the rest of the meet, like, I, I think my, my 200 is always, is always pretty, is pretty consistent. Like in, I mean, I, I could go through the years, it's like 2016, 153.6, 2017, 154 low. And it, it's always, it's always been between like 153 mid and 154 low. Like that's in my mind, that's pretty consistent. So the 200 is, the 200 is good. And I think that's always just an indication of, of the hard work that, that we're throwing in. Um, in terms of the hundred, there's a little bit more, there's a little bit more, um, you have to be so calculated in terms of your strategy. Like in the 200, if, if you go out and you're, you're spinning a little bit, the the first 50, it's like, all right, well, we've got, I mean, chill out. Like we've got the rest of the race. So you can do things throughout the race to, to make sure that that doesn't completely tear apart your race. And the hundred back, if, if you start spinning a lot, the first 25, there's not really too much you could do other than ride that. Uh, so, so I think the, the hundred back was just poor performance there. Um, 200 back was, was okay, but it, it, I just, I chalk it up to a bad meet. Like that was, um, that, that was, that was tough. Like that, that hurt a lot. Um, like it definitely hit my confidence. So, so coming off that, it's like, all right, like throughout the year, did we do some things that, that were great? Yeah. Did we do some things that we're not going to do anymore? Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's how we took it. And, uh, and I felt like we made some solid adjustments in, in that next year and, and carry those over onto this year. So what are you not going to do anymore? I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to give it like everything away, but, but for me, like the, the way that I swim backstroke, like I've been told by coaches before that I'm sitting up in the water, um, and, and that I need to lean back more. And, and 2019 is a year that I was leaning back further in the water, but it, it's just like, if you look at my physiology, like if I'm leaning back in the water, that means less of my shoulders coming out of the water and my shoulders are too big to just plow through it. Um, and, and so that's that it was kind of a technical problem in, in 2019, but you know, I think it was, it was good to try to swim that way and, uh, you know, see how it went. I could have told you that if you ever need, if you need an unofficial assistant coach, just let Durden know. Cause if you had, to, if you, if we had had the round table, I'd have been like, dude, you're, you're, you're going to try to do that pretty boy, Aaron Pearsall head way back. And that you're just, that's not you. That's not you. Didn't Pearsall, exactly. Pearsall, Pearsall leaned way back, didn't he? He was, he, he seemed like he was. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, he still got his, like he got his shoulders out well. Um, but he definitely leaned back a little bit farther than I do. Yeah. This brings us to trials. And I was asking you about your first event, asking you about taper. And, um, you know, it really is a, a kind of a moment when, when you feel the water and you know where you're at. It, when you're a pro, as long as you've been a pro, you know, you know what's happening. So mm -hmm. I just, just uh, put, put some reference on this. 
18 pan packs felt great as the longest taper you ever had. How long was that taper? Just, I mean, I think at the end of the day, that was like, I mean, that probably ended up being like six weeks. Yeah. A full six weeks. And which is like, some people do that and you can do it for, you can do it for, if you're swimming 200 meters, sometimes if you don't get that full rest, you pay for it in the 200 meters. You just know mm-hmm. you don't have it. You don't have the easy speed getting out and you can't get home. Uh, how much did you rest for trials? Yeah, I think probably ended up being like three, three and a half. Okay. Well, it's, uh, well, here, here's the takeaway in terms of just the overall feeling of it. It was a, once, once I saw you in the water, once I saw how much control you had, I was like, it, this is what was going on in my brain. I'm like, there, there, you know, from what I've seen, Ledecky's in control because she's always in control. Yeah, um, she's a beast. She, I mean, she's, back. she's the goat. Like, like it's. I mean, we take her for granted. Like it's, it's really impressive to just watch her year after year go in, dominate, handle business, move on to the next race and, and dominate again. Like she's, she's really incredible to watch. Did, did, did Ledecky rest at all for the Olympic trials? I yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> she, I was my so. na- she was my next door neighbor at the hotel, but I, I never asked her if she, uh, if she fully rested or what. <laughs> did you have been standing outside her door? Hey Katie, what's up? Did you, did you rest? How much did you rest? You didn't rest, did you? Were you working out in the mornings? Uh, yeah, yeah. is <laughs> <laughs> in control. Dressel was in control, but you know when you're when you're a, when you're a nitro guy, when you're a, when you're a speed demon, and and you're he was in control, but it's still it's um you know still it's you, you know there's there's a few there's like 15 meters. You're like I don't know, could they be holding it? The um, but you looked like you were relaxed. You look like you were in control, especially on the, on this on some last fifties. That last wall coming off the last wall of like the, of of any of any of your races, it's like oh god, he's just stepping on people. That's did yeah. it feel that way? <laughs> did it feel that way? Uh, I mean, that, that certainly wasn't like the the race strategy. I wasn't thinking uh, going into the race that I was just going to kind of like wait and then try to try to go really hard the last turns, but. Um, I mean, that's just kind of, that's just kind of how they turned out. Like I'm, I'm someone like I, I always have a race strategy, like going in, but you, you've got to be willing to, to adjust that on the fly. Um, and, and so that's kind of, that's kind of what I did throughout all the races in, in trials. There's, there, there was a lot of hype around, um, Shane Casas, you know, his kid and probably because he was such a raw talent in 19 at us nationals, um, and it's like, wow, this kid's so raw. Is, is he going to keep going? And then he kept going and, he, and it showed that he could do a lot of other things. I guess in yards, most everybody, a lot of people can, but mm-hmm. uh, there was a lot of, a lot of excitement and hype around him. And I was like, I, I thought that he was going to make the team and had her back. Um, obviously he got third, but um, when you see upstarts, young talent rising like that, is that in the back of your head at all? Of course. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm like anyone, I got, I get motivated. I get motivated by a lot of different things. Um, and then I feel like that, that kind of changes on a day-to-day basis. Um, but of course, like you, you see the young guys coming up and, and I see it every day at Cal, like I'm training with guys that are, that are really, really good. Um, and, and so it definitely, like, it definitely keeps you honest. It's like, all right, like you can never, you can never settle. And, and not that I, I mean, not that I ever would, uh, settle, but like, it's it just, a it just adds that sense of urgency. Like, all right, like you get, you got to do, you got to do just about everything you can to, to put together these great performances. 
and, and having kids that, that are really good. Uh, and you know, having, having guys like grievers on the, on the older end who are really good, that, that definitely does, uh, that definitely does motivate me on some days. Before we kind of move on to what's happening in the future, just stand one more beat with trials. A lot of, a lot of elites, like you know, Nathan Adrian, you know, uh, a leader, somebody that everybody loves, not making the team, few folks not making the team. How do, where, where does that hit you? Is it something, is that, is, do you have a heavy heart? Is it, uh, how do you process that? I mean, sports are, sports are brutal. Um, you know, a lot of times it, it doesn't go the way that, that, it, that I kind of hope they do that I hope it does. Um, and, and so I think on, I kind of each individual basis, it's, it's a little bit different, you know, like grievers, grievers not making it. I mean, that's, that's crazy, but it's, it's also like, Holy cow. You know, like the guy, the guy got second at Olympic trials in 2008 and he's still in the final in, in 2021. So you have to have a level of appreciation. It's like, I mean, I know he didn't hit his goal, but the guy has been at the absolute top level for like 15 years. And so it's like, that's something that you could really appreciate. Nathan's the same way, just the model of consistency. Um, and, and it, it sucks. Like it, it, it stinks. Cause Nathan's someone that I do train with at Cal. Like he's someone that I really look up to. Uh, he is a great role model, a great leader, a great athlete as well. Um, and, and so it's, it does stink that, you know, those two guys won't, won't be on the team this summer. You've been at this so long. I mean, you were a star in high school. I'll never forget you in 2012 with your family at the Swim Swam Hub, you know, in Omaha, and you were a kid, and it's like, man, we really wanted you to make it. Then, well, you were fourth in the hundred backs, all right? I was, I was fourth in the two hundred back. You were fourth in the two hundred back. I was six. I was six in the hundred. Yeah. But I mean, here's the thing: that's like that's on the bubble. That's right there, and that that's 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 tough. But you've been at this for so long. Uh, you know, and you, you've, you've, you've taken some bumps and bruises, but you've always been, as you described in that band, like you've been there. Um, you know, what, what are your nerves like heading into Tokyo? This is, uh, I mean, it's the big show. It's the big stage. Yeah. I mean, I, I obviously I, um, I am nervous. Like I, I want to do great. I, I feel like the, the training that I've done, like kind of, I, I feel like I, I can go fast. I feel like I can go really fast and, and that's, that's exciting. And I, I feel like that's, that's where the pressure does come from. Um, competition. Like I, I love that part. Like I love going into a ready room and, and looking at guys and, you know, seeing, you know, seeing how they react to, to being a little bit nervous and like, it, it's just incredible athletes. So we, we've had the same, God, we've had the same people in, in this hundred back final for, for so many years. And so it's like, we actually know each other pretty well at this point. Like, I mean, Jew, the Chinese guy doesn't really speak English, but like, now, like the Russians, they they speak a little bit of English. So, like, I I actually know them, and and like that's that's kind of cool. That like I I know a lot about them outside of the pool now, and and that's a little bit interesting. But but going behind the blocks, like seeing who's the best on that day. I mean, that's that's why I do this. Like, I I really really love that aspect of the sport. It's kind of kind of crazy. You're you're going up against Zhu Jiayu, Zhu Jiayu, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Evgeny Rylov, and. Uh, Kalishnikov. Uh, who do you fear the most? I mean, fear is like fear is not the right word. Like, I'm respect. like frankly, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. We'll say respect, respect, of, respect, yeah, respect, yeah. respect. I'm not afraid of anyone, but like those guys, it's honestly hard to say. I mean, they're all they're all like incredibly talented, and and they've all got their little their little strengths. Like, like I, I wouldn't want to go up against Clement in a fifty back. 
like he's he's got that raw speed that's that's like wow you know like he can he can really dial it up Zhu's got got really nice technique uh Evgeny can can kind of just go for days like not not the biggest guy but like his motor like unbelievable so like they, they're each they're each a little bit different and I don't want to I don't want to discount anyone else that that's going into the heat either so you know like like Mitch Larkin's going to be good Hunter Armstrong's going to be good um in in the hunter back the French I think have some good guys so like the hunter back is really really deep the tuner back's gonna be gonna be competitive as well um so it's I mean it's it's exciting like I I love that like I love that I'm in a in a really competitive race and it's gonna be a dogfight well, I don't want to hold you too long, buddy, because I know you've got to get some shopping done. Are you food shopping? What are you doing? No, honestly, I just I got to go get some luggage. Uh, I just want to get a big. I want to get a big bag so that I could uh, so I could carry less bags, essentially, <laughs> to, for for this next month. <laughs> I'm not going to give a shout out to the place where you're going to get a shop because it's a big star. I don't want them to have the free commercial. But yeah. uh, <laughs> it's a you're you're nice to to, to spend a little bit of time with us and. Um, are you are you going to take a break after this Olympics? I, I, I'm not seeing you on the ISL roster. I didn't know. I'm like, you know, he might just be like, oh, look, I'm going to decompress for a few months. Yeah, you know, honestly, like I'm not, I'm not completely decided on on that front. Um, you know, like I definitely haven't ruled out ISL by any means. Um, and I think that's, I mean, I think that's kind of why they in the first little in the first little chunk, like um, they, they didn't they didn't save me, which is which is great. Like we've got, we got a lot of studs on that team. Um, but I'll just keep, I'll keep on talking to Lenny about it. Just keep him up to date. But I mean, I think like anytime you, you go into an Olympic year, like there's, there's so many things that, that you feel like you don't do just because like swimming is 100% the right, like the number one priority and it should be the the number one priority. And, and I feel like I'm someone that I, I do consider myself to have a lot of balance. Like I, I I'm very interested in, in a lot of different things. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think in, in the fall, like I'll, I'll definitely take some time to, to explore those other things that, that I'm interested in. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be like retiring. Like I, I love swimming. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep on going. Um, but I, but I think like there's, there's some time to, to, to kind of get, like put more time into, into like friendships, relationships, like things that, that I haven't necessarily, um, given 100% of my thought and effort to over, over these past two years. Um, and then, and then in terms of like some, some career goals I have, like, all right, like let's, let's lean into that a little bit. Let's learn a little bit about like the finance industry, see, see what I'm into, see what I'm not into. Um, talk to a lot of people about that. And then, you know, maybe, maybe I get decent at golf. I don't know. <laughs> so what I'm hearing from you really, what the, the subtext of that is that you're going to be a hedge fund manager. Is that, is that what you're, is that what you're telling me? I mean, man, if I, if I could, uh, if I could get there. People want to people want to trust me with, with money. I will invest it, uh, but yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see where where everything ends up. But you know, nothing's nothing's really off the table in terms of uh, in terms of like a career after swimming. All right, buddy. You got any final thoughts here before we check out? No, nah, man. I mean, it's it's good to see you. It's good to it's good to chat a little bit. Uh, you know, hopefully hopefully we get to talk a little bit as we're in Hawaii and, and then in in Tokyo. Um, you know, and hopefully, hopefully good news all around. We'll keep it light. So if we keep it light, you can come back. You come back. We'll talk to you before the Olympics. You think so? I don't know. I honestly, I don't know my schedule beyond Sunday. So, so Durden, Durden keeps, uh, keeps the schedule pretty tight. So I, 
I never plan beyond like four days in advance because that's that's all I get nowadays. <laughs> you heard it here. Ryan Murphy, defending Olympic champion, 100-200 backstroke, representing Team USA at the 2021 Tokyo Olympics. Olympics. We're, we can't stop right there because I don't understand something. And only maybe yeah. you could tell me. Is Are we calling this the 2020 or the 2021 Olympics? Who knows? Whatever you call it, I'll be there and I'll be trying to go fast.